This is an encore broadcast of the Alvin Galloway Show right here on KRDP. Usually I ask a guest uh, what song they would like uh, for us to go out on at the end of the show. And I'm Every Woman was the selection uh, of my cousin, uh, Dr. Tamara Foley. And since it's Women's History Month, I thought it'd be great to begin with the song. Happy Women's History Month. The Alvin Galloway Show salutes all the women of the world. Daughters, sisters, mothers, aunts, nieces, businesswomen, entrepreneurs, scientists, teachers, vice presidents, prime ministers, congresswomen, humanitarians, from A to Z, all the women who have made a contribution to the lives of everyone. Thank you for who you are and what you do. Hi, I'm jazz artist Brettina, and I love listening to The Alvin Galloway Show every Sunday, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. on RadioPhoenix.org for conversation, information, music, and culture. So stay tuned as you tune in for an intellectual tune-up on The Alvin Galloway Show. How do we see our lives? Is it everything we This is an encore broadcast of The Alvin Galloway Show right here on RadioPhoenix.org.
pack up all my cares and woe. Here I go swinging low. Bye bye, blackbird. Where somebody waits for me. Sugar sweet, so is he. Bye bye, blackbird. Where no one can love or understand me. Oh, what hard luck stories they all hand me. Make my bed light the light. I'll arrive home late tonight. Blackbird, bye bye.
welcome back to the Alvin Galloway Show here on RadioPhoenix.org. And uh, we have a special guest uh, that will be coming on uh, in a minute here, uh, Martha Redbone. And uh, she's a singer that I caught at the MIM, uh, the, music instrument, the Music Instrument Museum uh, in North Phoenix on Friday. Um, it was my first experience of hearing uh, Miss Redbone, and she did an awesome show. I'm going to play, play a song by her, and then we're going to bring her on in just a minute.
is Martha Redbone. Uh, can you hear me, Martha? Yes, I do. Good, good. And that was your song, The Garden of Love. Um, thank you for uh, taking this opportunity, taking this time to um, talk with us today on the Alvin Galloway Show. Um, thank you for having me. Yes, yes. You know, I, I, was, I, was, I had a version experience uh, <laughs> when I went to see your <laughs> show, and um, I fell in love with your music and your energy, and uh, it was an awesome show that you had at the MIM. Um, and I, I understand this was your third time uh, coming yes. to Arizona. So tell tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Uh, you have a unique background. Ah, um, well, thanks very much for having me on your show. Um, as you said, yes, it was our that was our third third um, time at the MIM Museum, uh, Musical Instrument Museum, and uh, we just loved the space and loved the room and and it's a it's a beautiful sounding room to play in and. You know, being musicians on the road, you know, you play in a lot of different places, and you know, you're not always for- fortunate with the sound. We don't always, um, you know, you're kind of at the mercy of who you get, you know, right. um, engineering you for the evening. So um, we we really remember and treasure the times when you know all the the planets line up, you know, so to speak. Right. So it's great. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I've been a musician for a very long time. My husband, Aaron Whitby, and I are were a songwriting and production team, and wrote songs, you know, for other artists for many years. And um, and we've always been grassroots musicians. Um, we were mentored by the recently passed um, Junie Morrison of the Ohio Players and okay. Parliament Funkadelics. Mm. So we were Junior Funkadelics, okay. <laughs> and. Um, we were mentored by him, um, mostly, and uh, we came from there. We wrote some, you know, R&B music and produced that, and um, I performed that, and we've always um, kind of played around with hybrids of stuff and used different elements of um, putting cultural elements incorporated into um, blues and soul music that we that we performed. And, and so this um, Roots project um, is more on the kind of blues and bluegrass uh, tip, but it's still with cultural elements involved. It's, there's always been that right. um, with our music. Well, that's great. I, um, I can take my little station break, but this is the Alvin Galloway Show here on RadioPhoenix.org. This is the Alvin Galloway Show here on RadioPhoenix.org. One way you can support Radio Phoenix is by becoming one of our members for as little as $35 per year. Members receive discounts, savings, and other benefits provided by our membership program partners. And don't forget, the membership fee is tax-deductible. For more information or to sign up, call 480-829-5746 or go online to RadioPhoenix.org. Click on the Support tab at the top and then become a member on the drop-down menu. We thank you for your generous support of Community radio. Now, um, you blend a lot because you you uh, uh, different cultures in in your music because you you're uh, Native American and also African American, um, and raised in uh, Kentucky. Yes. Uh, 
in mm-hmm. the, and and New York City and New York City, absolutely. Yes. So yes. so there's a uh, I would say a melting pot of things going on there, and uh, it comes out in your music. I, I like when you're telling the story, uh, <laughs> or when you say, "Yeah, there are, are black folks in in the hills of Kentucky." That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Coming from a That's coal mining family, because uh, a lot of folks, you know, don't don't know that um i would say yeah that's right well there's a lot of people who don't who are not familiar with the history of our very country that we live in Mm -hmm. um simply because it's not taught and it's not taught in in books and school books it's not taught in schools and um and it's a country that was based on segregation and and racism you know so you know the kind of separate and um you know, separate lives and kind of categorized and mm-hmm. and ghettoized. So, of course, you know, it doesn't surprise me that uh, many people aren't familiar with um, a lot of stuff that's, that um, happens and is still happening in the country, you know, right. good, good or bad, you know. It's just, it's a, it's a very vast country and there's a lot of stuff that has gone on and, and just we, we all... There's so much going on that, you know, we don't really take the time to kind of learn about each other. Right. And it's only until very recently, you know, thanks thanks to, you know, social media that we now have more access, quicker access than ever before to kind of, you know, learn a little bit of, of about each other. Right. Yeah. Now, when you're growing up, you when you moved to New York, you were, you were saying you had challenges as far as people identifying you as a Native American because they Oh yeah, of course. They were yeah, saying, because we're all addicted to genotypes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I was raised by my mom, she was in a single single parent household and um you know, and we you know, we don't look alike, you know, and mm-hmm. and um and that was difficult because, you know, you have the culture which is different from black people. You know, we're all Southern, you right. know, originally, but um, still very different. And um, and I think, um, you know, and also we're also addicted to phenotypes. You know, when, when somebody talks about someone who's a, a Native American from whatever tribe, automatically we have a, an idea of what we believe that... Um, that uh, that a Native American person should look like, right. you know, right. and you know, considering their you know 567 uh, federally recognized tribes, there's 567 separate groups of people mm-hmm. plus a whole host of um, state recognized tribes across the country yeah. who all come from different families as well and different cultures, and certainly to think that those 567 groups of people should all look the same. Mm-hmm. It's kind of ridiculous. Right. Definitely. You know, especially after being a country that has, you know, been colonized for the past um, 500 plus years. Right. right. You know, so how can we, how can we all possibly look the same? The same. Right. You yeah. know, so when you think about it, it really doesn't make sense, you know. Yeah, it, education is a must. They said they say knowledge, uh, knowledge. There's power. Power, power and knowledge. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, that's right. So, and you're very active. Uh, I see that you're very active in uh, educating and and giving people knowledge 
um, not only through your music, but with, uh, the things you do outside in, in the community, I see. Yeah, I try. I mean, it's not that... I kind of do it because I'm, you know, in a way, um, just after being on the road and um, for so long traveling and performing in different communities all around the world, you know, there's been one basic consensus is, is that, you know, um, most people don't even realize that, you know, that natives are still exist. Right. And that's really scary, you mm -hmm. know, when you think about it, because no one would ever say that a, a, a white person doesn't exist, no right. longer exists. Right. You know, no one would ever say that. Mm -hmm. And no one would ever say that any group of, of people don't exist, you know, or a black person doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. They would never say that. Right. You know, but, you know, because you would, you have the huge continent of Africa, mm -hmm. you know, and, um, but no, and no one would ever say that about a white person either. But when it comes to an indigenous person, you know, from North America or South America, all of a sudden it's like, oh, they don't exist. Mm -hmm. So you wonder, it makes you wonder, well, it certainly made me wonder why, why, um, you know, why are indigenous people perceived as, as uh, dinosaurs or extinct mm -hmm. or less than, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, I think a lot of people... And not, are... not, not the same value as another human being. And so I think for that, and of course, you know, being raised by my mother, I felt like, you know, they, we have to, people think that we no longer exist, that, we don't, <laughs> that we're not here, mm -hmm. you know? So I got the black part covered, you right. know what I mean? Like right. That part is clear, you know? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other part, you know, the person that raised me and worked two jobs to put to put me through school, you know, that part that part of me needs to be honored. Right. You know, and and I will not ever um, participate in the genocide of my people, you know, mm -hmm. and the genocide of my mother, and just dismiss her because um, because I am also African American. You know what I mean? Right. So right. I'm not going to participate in killing off my own bloodline yeah. from my mother. Right. You know, so that's kind of how I I look at it. Well, that's great. We're going. I'm going to hear. We're going to hear a little bit from "I Rose Up." Um, sure. From the from the CD. That's a long song. It's a long. <laughs> <laughs> well, we. Uh, I'm. I rose up we'll at the verse. dawn of the day. Okay. Get thee away, get thee away. Praise thou for riches away, away. This is the throne of mammon gray. Said I, this sure is very odd. I took it to be the throne of God for everything besides I have. It is only for riches that I can crave. I have mental joy and mental health and mental friends and mental wealth. I've Presence night and day, 
And he never turns his face away The accuser of sins by my side doth stand And he holds my money bag in his hand For my worldly things God makes him pay And he'd pay for more if to him I would pray And so you may do the worst you can do Be assured Devil, I won't pray to you. Then if for riches I must not pray, God knows I little of prayers need say. So as a church is known by its steeple, if I pray it must be for other Yeah, that's uh, that's a wonderful song. It has a strong message in it. Thank you, thank you. You know, one, one yeah, uh, oh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I was going to say that um, I was. I'm really um, proud of that album because that's really that album honors um, our home, you know, and, mm-hmm. and all of our people back at home with the sound of the mountains and and um, all the different cultures in Appalachia, and um, and I wanted to say that it was produced by John McEwen of the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band, who did an, an amazing uh, job with the arrangements. And um, and the the poems were set by my husband, Aaron, and myself. So I'm really proud of that record. Oh, that's great. Uh, we're going to take a station break, and we'll be uh, hearing a little bit more from Martha Redbone on the Alvin Galloway Show. You're listening to an encore broadcast of the Alvin Galloway Show here on RadioPhoenix.org. I'm walking on air, for I've left all my blue days behind. I've learned how to care, and there's love, really love on my mind. I'm the world's most happy creature. Tell me what can worry be. I'm crazy about my baby. Baby, it's crazy about me. Mr. Cupid was the teacher. And the reason we agree, I'm crazy about my baby. Baby, it's crazy about me. Pause and get that book. Hold it in your... Performing Take Us Back. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Grammy winner Mavis Staples. Me, baby. 
working on me, darling. I'm taking some time to see the people who keep me going. Sometimes folk can lead you down a bad line. Now, I'm not saying that I'm not judging now. I'm just saying that I'm on a telephone. Staples, Mavis Staples. Are you still haunted by that old love that's hanging around your driveway? Is your front yard cluttered with the remains of an old romance? Are the neighbors starting to shake their heads because you just can't let go? Then it's time to get rid of that old car, boat, motorcycle, or anything else with a motor. And no, we are not taking your lawnmower. For a tax deduction for you and a charitable contribution to Radio Phoenix. Now, for more information about Radio Phoenix's CARS donation program, just call 1-877-919-7749. Again, that's 1-877-919-7749. Radio Phoenix and your neighbors, thank you in advance. Absolutely. This is Althea Long, and you're listening to The Alvin Galloway Show. Stay tuned as you tune in for an intellectual tune-up. The Alvin Galloway Show, Sundays, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. for conversation, music, and culture. And tune in to The Althea Long Show. It's a music mind walk every Sunday at noon to 2 p.m. right here on Radio Phoenix. So now, Miss um, Redbone, you did a song, or oh, uh, I think it was maybe a staple song in, during a concert, didn't you? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, a bunch of our uh, friends, a bunch of us, we always try to honor Mavis with doing one of her songs, you know, if we can. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's a, a hero to so many of, for us, of us, and, uh, you know, she's done so much right. for us all, you know, to exist. Absolutely. You know, I mean, to survive a, a career, you know, um, throughout the Jim Crow mm-hmm. era, segregation era, and 
and to stand and march with everyone. Not many musicians, you know, would uh, out there would have the um, courage, right? You know, to to march. Yeah, and put their but careers the on the line. Staple singers did. Yeah. The staple singers did. You yeah. know, absolutely. And um, and they can live to tell the the stories. And so we feel like, I mean, a lot of my friends who are people of color, we all feel like, you know, people like um, Mavis Staples and um, Odetta, Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, that we wouldn't be, you know, as women of color, we wouldn't be standing on stage if it weren't for them paving the way for us and made it okay to sing about the plight of our people and our, and our, um, resistance and the struggle to survive you right. know so we always sing sing their praises and sing their songs because they allowed us to sing period you right. know yeah and I, I think she she's going to be in phoenix i believe next week uh i have to check oh, my calendar oh man i wish i was there for that <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's, she's going to be performing at a church um, next week, I got. I, I, I want to say it's next week. I think it's like next weekend. I have to check, make sure, because I want to be there. Matter of fact, myself. Uh, now you have uh, some Arizona ties. You know, I think you said that you used to do a radio show in Flagstaff. Yeah, a long time ago, I did. Um, I worked with um, the Star One Hundred Point Nine. I think all of that has now part of Yaffa Pie Broadcasting. Oh, okay. But um, I had a morning, a drive time show um, with John Herring, who's, I don't know if he's still around out there, but he was mm-hmm. a good guy mm-hmm. and um, good people. And he was also uh, had a show on uh, Q102.9 mm-hmm. and uh, Q102, I think it was called. Okay. And so if he's out there listening, give him a shout out. There's really good people there who um, really... Um, kind of gave a, a voice to, you know, a new independent artist starting out. Mm-hmm. So that was great fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how how did you get into music? How how did you, where did you get started? And what, what made you decide to go into this, in that career? I think uh, I started, um, um, well, I started as an art student and then um, went into uh graphic design and then from there designing for uh record labels and um and then from there into singing <laughs> oh, okay and uh and then you know as soon as that happened we you know uh met my partner aaron and then we were with, met uh, with uh Jeannie morrison and he became my mentor okay. and so i kind of give um you know Jeannie morrison the um the credit for kind of you know kick-starting our uh, professional music career, mm-hmm. you know. So we became his kind of junior funkadelics, and okay. and um, and we were a songwriting team, and and Junie mentored us and kind of, um, you know, just uh, assisted us with uh, music production mm-hmm. skills and all kinds of stuff. And then uh, we worked on a number of projects that um, that George Clinton had at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and George was in, in Japan at the time, and so we did a lot of work for him. And that was the early days days of uh, digital uh, downloading and um, you know sending an early early MP3s before that, just when it first came out. So um, George was uh, 
always a pioneer with um, new ways of, of making music and and uh, making music happen. Right. You know. Right. Now, um, the um, um, are, you you have I understand you have a uh, musical that you guys are developing. Yes, um, we have a, a musical theater piece that we are um, were, were commissioned by uh, Joe's Pub and the Public Theater in New York City, um, as originally as part of their uh, New York Voices program, uh, combining music with uh, theater, and um, and so we've been working on that and um, workshopping it in different places, and it's uh, it's been really great fun and and discovering a new new medium, you know, to mm-hmm. to um, kind of um, you know express all the music and and music vocabulary that we have, you okay. know. And so we thought it would be a great vehicle to share um, our family story mm-hmm. and talk a little bit about uh, culture and identity and history of the country and all kinds of stuff and to talk about things that people might not be aware of, um, but all through song, which is which makes it really great fun. Mm-hmm. Now, what... what uh is there a time frame that you guys are looking to uh put, well, we've put been we've so far we've developed a, a mini kind of song cycle that we've been working on but i think uh you know with musicals you know these things take many years to mm-hmm. develop you know there are many different iterations but our first current iteration is um a 90 minute piece it's called bone hill the concert and that's what we performed in tucson the night before we were at mem um, and we were at the Fox Theater, mm-hmm. and that was uh, a big, uh, huge thanks to the University of Arizona in Tucson, who who um, invited us to come out there and, and do the piece. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed uh, the piece that you did at the MIM. They were uh, they were wonderful, and I really enjoyed yeah. also the uh, uh, the song you did. It uh, talks about the uh, Native American boarding schools. Um, yes, those, uh-huh. those. drums, and um, when we that was a song called Drums by, uh, written by Peter Lafarge. It was also mm-hmm. recorded by Johnny Cash back in uh, 1964 mm-hmm. on his Bitter Tears album, mm-hmm. and um, and we invited our special guest uh, the other night, uh, Keith Sacola, who yeah. was the producer of that particular song um, that I that he invited me to sing on and. Um, as part of a project for the um, Smithsonian uh, National Museum of the American Indian. So, um, and that song was, is so powerful and, again, tells a story that not many people are familiar with, right. you know, unless you happen to be <laughs> native yourself right. or, you know, in a, in a place that, you know, or live in a town that actually had a boarding school. But um, this is part of the laws of this country as well, where they forced um, children to leave their families in order to assimilate them to be more like white people, mm-hmm. you know, um, and to forget their language and their name when yeah. they were given uh, a new name. I know. And, and, and beaten, beaten and re- severely mistreated right. if they were caught speaking their their home language. Yeah, the the abuse is just unbelievable. Cause I I know when I first moved to Arizona and I came to Phoenix and and you know they had the road Indian School Road and I never 
had any you know thoughts of what that really meant until I found out that the corner of Central and Indian School Road was an Indian school, a boarding mm-hmm. school that they had brought uh, uh, people from the reservations all around uh, the state of Arizona. Uh, like you said, to you know, take them from their homes and from their land to bring them down here and to try to, uh, I'll say, colonize their mind uh, yes. into uh, into the thinking and simulating into white culture, and uh, it's been very dis- devastating. Yes, yes. Um, we were last uh, last year. We had a tour in Alaska, and we um, we toured. Um, nine different cities and went to many different islands um, up there and um, met with a a lot of the tribes up there Mm -hmm. and uh, one of the concerts that we did there was uh, two elders who came um, they were sisters and and they told the stories they were I would say probably in their mm, I think they probably were in their 70s you know and um, they came to the concert, and they really loved um, our show, and um, and particularly the that song. Mm-hmm. And they told me the story that they were sent to boarding school up there mm-hmm. in Alaska. And um, in the first night, uh, they were, I think, I think they said they were like eleven or twelve years old, like around that time. And so they were terrified you know, the the first night that they got there. And um, so as soon as the lights were out, you know, they hopped in bed with each other because they were so afraid. Yeah. And um, and then fell asleep. And when they woke up in the morning, uh, they all of their teeth had been taken out of oh. their mouths. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. And so... You know, they were telling me that you know, telling me that story. You mm-hmm. know, off the stage. You know, out, out after the concert, and so of course, you know, we they were we were not a dry eye around. You know, right, of course, right. I didn't Absolutely. hear that. Mm-hmm. And um, and they said that, um, you know, they had their one of them had their daughter with them, and she said she, uh, to, tells her daughter that nothing makes her happier than to see. To make her daughter happy because she loves to see her daughter smile, mm. Mm. you know, That's and um, because they had no smiles, they always put their hands up in their mm. mouths. Oh my goodness! You, it makes you wonder the the mentality of individuals that do such horrific acts yeah. to uh, other it's humans. Such heartless! It's a very yeah. heartless, and you know, and then you try to think of what is the reason behind that, mm-hmm. and then. You know, okay, there could be severe decay, you know? No. There could be severe to decay, but the thing about it is to not speak to the parents about right. what you're going to do to right. your children, to take children from their from their home, mandatory by law, right. um, whether the parents want that to happen or not, to put them in a place, you know, where they're frightened, mm-hmm. And then, terrified as it is, and then to wake up in the morning knowing you've been sedated mm. and all of your teeth taken out where you can't even speak. Mm. Wow. It's just really a, a very sick system that we've been kind of forced to be a part of, you yeah. know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that's why I think it's important to talk about these things. So 
Yeah, you know, you, that you have to know what the truth is. Yeah, you, know? you have to get the truth out, and it's not no alter, alternate uh, facts. This is real truth. This is actual um, incidents. These are people's family stories. Yeah, and it's really important. And and so, you know, when I think of when I travel and and I hear when people say, you know, that natives no longer exist, you know, I think about those elders, you know, mm-hmm. who are here coming to my my show. Right. saying, please keep singing that song because you're telling our story. Yeah. So I said, absolutely, yeah, and that's what I do, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's a wonderful song, and it really, like you said, really powerful words uh, that captivates your, I think, your heart and your mind to uh, see yeah. what was really going on. Um, yeah. Uh, this is the Alvin Galloway Show here on RadioPhoenix.org, and uh, one way you can support Radio Phoenix is by becoming one of our sustaining members for as little as $35 per year, members receive discounts, savings, and other benefits provided by our membership program partners. And don't forget, the membership fee is tax deductible. For more information or to sign up, call 480-829-5746 or go online to RadioPhoenix.org. Click on the support tab at the top and then become a member on the drop-down menu. And we thank you for your generous support of community radio. We're going to hear another song uh, from uh, Martha Redbone, and this one is I Heard an Angel Sing. Angel singing When the day was springing Mercy, pity, peace Is the world's release Thus he sang all day Over the new moon Till the sun went down Haycocks looked Pity, 
That's a uh, that's a beautiful song. That's a beautiful song. Thank um, you. What was your inspiration on in that song? Um, well, those are all uh, poems by William Blake, written by the the British poet uh, of the Enlightenment era. Oh, that's right. So I'm these are that. poems that were um, over two hundred and fifty years old, mm. and um, it kind of blew our minds when. We, you know, read through his poetry, mm. and um, you know we studied him in school as, as well. Okay. But we didn't, um, you know, William Blake or something like. First time I think um, I learned about him. I think it was in seventh grade or eighth grade, and then studied him again in the tenth grade, and then had him in college. You know. Okay. And um, and so um, my partner Aaron rediscovered the book on our shelves, the book of his kind of collection of, of poems, and thought it might be a, a, a fun idea to take one or two poems and set them to this music, mm-hmm. um, just because we really like the the language, you know, he, he really put together, uh, has a beautiful way of, of writing, and language was so beautiful back then, you know, right. and, um, and I think we lost a lot of that way of communicating, and expressing ourselves with this just wonderful um beautiful lang- english language you know and um and then when we read through so many of them we discovered that um there were so many that we that inspired us and and the meanings of the the poems are are still very relevant today and um and, and written so much better than a lot of the um music that is written today, so we thought it would be a nice way not only to honor um, this Appalachia, but to honor William Blake's music and remind people of how wonderful his writing is, right. you know, was. And um, and so that's how we did it. And so the, all of those poems had particular different meanings to, to us. And this particular one, I heard an angel singing, um, it's really a hymn, you know, you read a, word, a, a line like that, and we got inspired to make a hymn. But it's, it's basically how it sounds is is almost like the the opposite of what he means. He's he's almost um, saying he has this angel singing, and then you know this. If we didn't hear this, the world wouldn't know how wonderful things could be. Right. You know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so. Uh, you probably don't know when the next time you come to Arizona. <laughs> I hope very. I hope not too long. You know? uh, yeah, I hope it's you know you return quickly also, because uh, I, I definitely look forward to your next concert here uh, in the Phoenix area. Um, and well, we always love it out there, and uh, really thankful for the, the people who you know, invest in us and, and believe in us and come and allow us to, we're so thankful for letting them sh- uh, sh- share our music with them. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and each time we come, it's a, they always bring extra friends, and that's really great. That's the part that we love the most. That's wonderful. Well, I thank you so much for taking the time again. Um, 
to uh, share Thank a little of uh, your history and your music with us. And uh, definitely look forward to uh, the next journey here to Arizona and um, people will be able to hear that wonderful voice and, and music that you, uh, and that you perform. Thank you so much. And, you know, they can always go to um, MarthaRedbone.com to find out where we are and, mm-hmm. and um, click on the links and they take you into a whole new world to learn more about what, we're, what we get up to. Right. Yeah. Oh, we'll quickly, I, you know, I, I also noticed that uh, one of the programs you're involved in is the uh, HIV AIDS awareness uh, with the United Nations. Yes, uh, yes. I had uh, worked with the um, uh, National HIV and AIDS uh, Partnership in, in D.C., and they um, work with many different organizations that um, and the Center for Disease uh, control and mm-hmm. come up with uh, regular research and updates on what the statistics are in the Native and African American community. Mm-hmm. So for a time, I had worked with Native and African American youth, both on reservations and in the cities as well. You know, and because I live in New York City mm-hmm. as well, it was good uh, for me to kind of keep that information going and to keep the conversation going about it. And um, and so that was what I, I I had done before, and and they were um, kind enough to um, recognize me with a uh, a ribbon. What was it called? Like a um, red ribbon award mm. uh, recognition. So okay. that was really really amazing to have that happen. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, wonderful. Well, thanks again, and uh, you enjoy the rest of your Sunday. And uh, we'll be in touch. Thank you. Thank you, Alvin. You're welcome. All the best. Thank you. Okay. And you're listening, you've been listening to Martha Redbone, who was here uh, this past Friday at the uh, MIM, the Musical Instrument Museum, and did a wonderful concert. And we're going to go out with her song, uh, Fly Away. And the fly, not fly away, the fly. Thank you for listening to an encore broadcast of the Alvin Galloway Show right here on KRDP. I'll see you next Sunday from 2 to 4 here on RadioPhoenix.org. Check out our Facebook page, The Alvin Galloway Show. You can catch The Alvin Galloway Show podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, and Radio Public. Don't forget, tune in. Pocket Cast, Overcast, and Castbox. The Alvin Galloway Show. And as always, remember. Yes, remember. 
that today, ah, today is a great day to make somebody's day great. And don't forget to tell somebody you love them this week. Actually, don't just tell them. Show them through your actions, through your spirit, through your being. Because you never know when the time is up for either you or them. Be blessed. Thank you for listening to the Alvin Galloway Show podcast. We hope you like our show. And if you do, we hope that you will show your support by sharing our podcast with others and also supporting us monetarily. No donation is too small. We thank you again, and we'll see you on the next show.